Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in during your retirement. We started this show for selfish reasons, because we will be retiring in the next few years, but we're not sure where. Then a light bulb went off in Jean's head. What are others doing? With so many baby boomers retiring, there must be many relocating. So we decided, let's connect with them and pick their brains. But first, a little background. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney and practicing higher ed law at a college who loves working with students, faculty, and staff. I am not Asian. (laughs) Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I am a law librarian working in a court who loves his job. We've lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years, and have been thinking about our future home. So we'll be speaking to folks from around the country, and now around the world, who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their stories, and we will share their intimate secrets. No. I'm just kidding, Jean. But we will provide information that you may not find anywhere else. So stay tuned. Welcome to Retire There with Gil and Jean. In all of our other shows, we talk about why someone has relocated to a new place. Not today. Today, we will be chatting with Monty Melnick, longtime tour manager of the Ramones. You hear people? The Ramones. About why he has spent his entire life in Queens, New York, and Queens, is where he's decided to remain. Queens is one of the five boroughs that make up New York City. It is the largest in size of those boroughs and has the second largest in population of 2.2 million as of 2010, the last census. If each borough were ranked as a city, Queens would be the fifth most populous in the United States. That's after Los Angeles, Chicago, Brooklyn, and Houston. It's the most ethnically diverse urban area in the world, as residents often closely identify with their neighborhood rather than with the borough or city. Now, this is interesting. It is the most linguistically diverse place on earth, and that's according to Wikipedia, and is one of the most ethnically diverse counties in the U.S. Approximately 47 percent of the residents of Queens are foreign-born. The borough is a patchwork of dozens of unique areas, neighborhoods, each with its own distinct identity. Jean? Mm. But when I think of Queens, I think of the Ramones, the four original Ramones, brothers from different mothers, (laughs) Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Tommy, left Forest Hills and changed rock and roll forever. They certainly changed my life. Seeing the Ramones, I went from being a shy and introverted teenager to being someone who would take chances. I thought if these guys can go up on stage, I can do anything. And here you are podcasting, man. There you go. (laughs) Never thought it would happen. Yep. Mati A. Malnick was born in Queens and grew up in the Forest Hills section. He attended Halsey Junior High in Forest Hills, Forest Hills High School, and Queensboro Community College. Mati played in several bands. Most notably, he was in a country rock band called 30 Days Out from 1971 to 1972. The band had records released on Warner Brothers Reprise 
and they even appeared on the Mike Douglas show. Monty was in two bands with Thomas Erdely, later to be known as Tommy Ramone. The bands were called Triad and Butch. He worked for the Ramones for 22 years, from 1974 to 1996. Most of those years were spent as tour manager. But Monty wasn't just the Ramones tour manager. He was also mom, dad, teacher, doctor, babysitter, bill collector, voice of reason, referee, negotiator, bodyguard, alarm clock, and personal assistant, among other duties too numerous to mention. He also has an uncredited role in the film Rock and Roll High School, starring the Ramones. He was the audio-visual supervisor for the New York Hall of Science for 16 and a half years, an in-house manager at the Queens Theater in the Park. Monty wrote the book On the Road with the Ramones, now out in a bonus edition and available on Amazon Worldwide. The original edition was published in 2004. The bonus edition is the latest and the one with the Ramones letters in the color red. The bonus edition comes with 40 added pages. Hey Gil, you'll be glad to know the book includes an enormous number of photos and graphics. So you don't have to read to enjoy the book. Yeah, you know how much I love to read. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say something, and I'm not saying the kiss up to our guest. A number of books have been written about the Ramones. Even Roxy, Johnny's one-time girlfriend, wrote a book about the Ramones. But Monty's book, On the Road with the Ramones, is by far the best and most revealing. After all, he was with the band every day from the beginning to the end. The book is written with quotes from just about everyone who is close to the Ramones. That is part of what makes the book so great. The Ramones were and are my favorite band, and Monty helped hold them together for over 20 years. Not an easy task. In my opinion, Monty should be regarded as a national treasure. Wow. So, Monty, you've traveled all over the world with this amazing group. The Ramones played 2,263 live shows, except for a few years living in Massachusetts. You lived your entire life in Queens. So you've traveled to so many cities and towns. What has kept you in Queens and why have you chosen to stay there? And welcome to our show. Thank you. It's an honor. Well, thank you for having me on your show. A very interesting show you have here. Thank you. Basically, uh, I just needed a place to put my bags between doors, you know. <laughs> so I, most of the time, uh, I wasn't in it, living in Queens. I was on the road touring. So it was convenient, a place to have, uh, you know, come after a tour and just rest for a week or two and then go back on tour. But why have you decided to stay? You could stay anywhere, right? You can move yeah. anywhere. Well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, then I got a job at the Hall of Science, which is in Queens, too. So, mm. and that's Queens Theater Park, which is in Queens. So, why, well, you know, I didn't want to like uh, com- commute into the city on the train and the bus and all that. It was very convenient for me to be right there, like two minutes away from all those jobs, you know? That was a good part about it. That's why I stayed where I was. There, there was two different spots in Queens I was in. Uh, what are one they? Clo- well, one closer to uh, Corona. I was near Corona. And then uh, right now, and then Linden Hill, which is like near Whitestone. Okay. But they're like the two minutes from where the, my jobs are called the Hall of Science and the Queen's Theater in the Park. So right. that's why I've decided to stay. But I am looking around, you know, eventually uh, I'd like to move out and uh, try, try other fields of interest. Oh, and what might they be? Anything in mind? Well, you know, I looked at Florida. Some friends of mine saying, move down to Florida, move down to Florida, Fort Lauderdale, great, great, great. You know, I went down there a little bit. I looked around a bit. 
California. My sister lives in California, Davis, California. That's interesting. I might nice. think about somewhere around there, but out there, I visit her quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. but Cal, you know, that's very expensive, California. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very. You know, taxes in Florida are a lot, lot better. California taxes are high, high, but there's some beautiful spots in California I wouldn't like going to. It. I got a yeah. friend of, well, actually, one of one of my people that was in the group Third Days Out and lives in Santa Barbara. It's mm. a beautiful city, but very, very expensive. Yeah. 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 yeah Davis yeah. Isn't, is not so expensive. No, it's not like a college town. So yeah. it's nice. Yeah. And then, I, you know, my relatives also love nieces and nephews and live in Sacramento. It's, that's kind of interesting. You know? mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. Not a huge city, but it's a city, more, more of a city than Davis. Yeah. It might have a little more appeal to me. I like, I like, I'm a city guy. I grew up in this city. I like the convenience of where I live. I just, you know, hop on a bus or a train and I'm in the city, you know, quick, quickly without traffic. It's like 20 minutes ride. The traffic's crazy here too, but I like the city, you know, the yeah. city life. And, you know, since you're not retired, really, you want to be still available to, you know, your job. And yeah, that's that. it. Yeah. So that's a big one. That's a biggie. Okay. And, and I know in Queens, you don't need a car, but do you have a car? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, it's funny because I live in a co-op. It took me 11 years to get into the garage. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like a, well, there's two buildings here and one garage and not enough space. So when you're moving, you put your name on the list. And uh, 11 years, finally got in. I've been, I've been here like 20 years, so I think it's good. Oh, but, so- uh, you know, the early days, street parking is pretty hard. And, uh, especially when it like it snows or something, or, you know, you got to go dig your car out and you you, you can pull out and somebody gets the spot and you kind of find it. You know, it's, it's painted. So having an indoor garage is a, a treat. It was worth the wait. Yeah. And you have to pay extra for that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not that much here. The co-op I live in is very reasonable. And is housing difficult to acquire where you are? Was it easy to get into the building that you're in now? Well, the funny thing about it is 20 years ago, I kind of lucked into it. Uh, that The market was really low at that time. So... A girlfriend I was living with, we were over in Corona, living in Corona. We had to move out of there because the uh, landlord uh, sold the uh, building that we were in. But she had a sister that lived over in this area. And there's a lot of co-ops in this area here. And her sister lived here. So we came over and looked around and uh, went to a few you know, different uh, co-op offices and lucked into this one. It was a very nice co-op, uh, Linden Towers. And do you, does it have amenities? Does it have a gym or anything like well, that? Well, yeah. When I moved in, they, they had a, a bike room and I, I got enough. The board there to uh, we made it into a small gym. It's not a super luxurious building. It's, it's just like a standard co-op, uh, right? Yeah, built in the fifties, fifty-seven, I believe. So, is it walkable to local coffee shops, or do you need a car to do all that? I can walk into Flushing, not no problem. But have you been to Flushing yet? Yes, 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 yes. The food must be good. Oh yes, great. I mean, terrific. You know, restaurants, everything, shops. Yeah, I feel like you know, you're in another country there. So when I get into my elevator, I feel like I'm in another country. Huh, <laughs> I might just have to move to Flushing to be with my people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. What's, uh, what nationality? I'm Chinese. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. You talk about girlfriends. You're on the road so much. It must have been hard to maintain a relationship. Did that affect where you yeah, lived yeah, at all? Yeah. That, that was really a problem uh, going on the road because, you know, you girls see on the, they go to a show, but they're, they're partying, but I'm not partying. I'm, I'm working, you know? Right. And the roads weren't big enough to, for me to take girlfriends on the road. You know, hey, why don't you take me in there, here, there? But no, the Ramones weren't that big, you know? To, they took the wife and some of their girlfriends mm-hmm. very rarely, but they did take them on the road. But it was very expensive, and I couldn't really do that. So it was a very, it's a strain on relationships. 
know, girlfriends, like, uh, I, I, you know, it was very hard keeping this relationship going. Mm-hmm. Because they think you're out there partying and meeting girls and stuff. <laughs> I've met a few <laughs> girlfriends on the road, too. But, I mean, <laughs> to tell them I'm not, I'm just not partying and working, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. bet. That's the rough part about it. That's, that's what, the downside I found. Yeah. I mean, so- I love traveling. I mean, traveling was a bonus in all day, seeing the world, going to different countries and different places. That was, that was great. I love that. During all your travels, was there any specific place that you really enjoyed that stands out? Japan. I love going to Japan. Why is that? Well, it was kind of like going to like a foreign world. You know, they, nobody looked like you. Language is totally different. You know, Europe, you know, you know, background of my family is European and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the culture there is totally different. The language is different. The food's different. It's like a really immersion into mm. another world. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Oh, good. And they drive on the other side too. They drive on the English side. That's oh, oh wow. We're a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. Did you ever drive there? No, I never drove there, but I drove in Europe, uh, in, right. in England a couple of times. Uh, it's, a, it's an experience. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. it you gets your really, intuition. Yeah. You've got to really look around in my watch. And it's, you know, crossing the streets in like London. They have on the sidewalk, there's an arrow saying, look, look this way, you know, not that way. Because you oh, know, right, you're right. used to stepping off going that way. A lot of tourists get hit by cars there. They actually oh. have in the street like arrows that when you step off the street corner that's, that says, look this way, you know, not oh, that. interesting. Look this way. <laughs> right, right. Good point. Yeah. After the Ramones broke up in 96. Retired. Um, retired. Uh, some of them retired to different places. Johnny went to L.A., right? Yeah, he moved oh, to L.A. He moved to L.A. I know there was a controversy about the last show. It shouldn't have been in L.A. really should have been New York, Monty. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and was Didi in L.A. also? Yeah, well, he eventually Didi moved all over the place. He okay. had a lot of different places. He eventually ended up, he died in L.A. He had a place in L.A. Right. And he's buried in L.A., not far from where Johnny and right. Didi. Uh, uh, Johnny is actually has a statue there. His ashes right. in his house in Hollywood. Didi's buried not far from Johnny's statue. So they're both in the Hollywood Forever mm-hmm. Cemetery. Right, out right. There. It's a beautiful cemetery. You go mm-hmm. and see it. Yeah, yeah, I do want to go one day. Yeah. And Chris and- Cornell's buried by uh, Johnny. Oh, wow. And I heard Mar- Morrissey wants to be buried by Johnny for some strange. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he, he's the guy who said he didn't like the Ramones when he was a yes, teenager. That's the funny thing about that. <laughs> now he, he wants he, to be he, next he, to him. He slammed them. And yeah. Now he's a huge Ramones fan. He put out, I think, a compilation album of the Ramones songs later. Oh, wow. A couple of years ago. And he I says he wants to be buried over there. It's crazy. <laughs> and Joey lived in Manhattan. I think Marky lived in Manhattan. I know now he lives in Brooklyn. Well, no, Marky always was in Brooklyn. Oh, he was always I mean, he, he had it. No, no. He had a, he had a place in Manhattan. But he was from Brooklyn, and he went back to Brooklyn. Now he lives in Brooklyn. So that a couple of Ramones are in L.A. Joe was in Manhattan. Did you ever think about moving near one near them at all? Where Brooklyn, Manhattan, or, or L.A. Manhattan or L.A. Uh, no, I don't. L.A. I'm not crazy about it. I like visiting L.A. and stuff. I don't know if I could live out there. That's a car culture, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere you got to be going cars and heavy traffic, but it's beautiful out there. I, I always like going out there. The weather's terrific. You know, a couple of weeks out there is fine with me, but I, I'm not sure if I could live out in L.A. Mm-hmm. And what about Manhattan? Why do you never go to Manhattan? Expensive. Yeah. Do you think that it's expensive in all five boroughs? I guess it's just um, luck of the draw sometimes and where you look, you know. Well, he's also lucky because he bought 20 years ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. Got a, got a good deal. And got a good deal, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, early years in Manhattan... The East Village was, you could get you could move down there cheaply, but it was yeah. a bit dangerous, you know? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really want to, I worked down there with CBGBs and that was enough. And being in Queens is okay. 
the rest of them were, you know, living there mm-hmm. too, in and out. Yeah. But Arturo Vega had a loft on Second Street, and the, yeah. uh, the band stayed there sometimes. And, so let's talk about the neighborhood. As you're writing the book, did you find yourself in these coffee houses with a laptop, or what was your main kind of uh, inspiration for putting together the book, locale-wise? Writing it? Where yeah. do you write it from? In Queens. I mean, like, did you always um, stay in your apartment to do it? Or yeah, well, did you... what, what happened was Joey got a deal at Sanctuary to do his albums, and at that time, Sanctuary Records had a publishing company also. And people always, over the years, come to me, yeah, write a book, write a book, do something. I said, I'm not ready. You know, Joey is around. And when he passed away, I felt a little more comfortable to write stuff that I had to write about. And uh, I went to a good friend of mine, Kevin Patrick, got me over to Sanctuary because he got the deal with Joey. And they, uh, I said, look, I'm not really a writer. You know? They said, okay, we'll get your ghostwriter. So they got a, a bunch of different people together for me to look at and talk to. And one of them was Frank Meyer, terrific musician, huge Ramones fan, still out there working way as street walking cheetahs, and he's a journalist. And, uh, so he did such a great job. Uh, I gave him co-writing of the book. So I brought him into New York for a couple of weeks. I, I have a two-bedroom, two so he stayed here with me. And all, and all my paraphernalia, memorabilia was in that room. And so we'd, we'd go through, you know, we'd write. I'd dictate mostly to him, and he'd write it down stuff. And that he would go through, we'd go through all the uh, memorabilia that we put in the book, like over 200, 300 different things in there, posters yeah. and tour passes and itineraries and stuff. So yeah, yeah. It took a few weeks, and you know, and then we interviewed a lot. It was more as a, like a very oral history type of book too. Yeah. Then we went here in New York. We interviewed some people that are here in New York. Otherwise, we did phone interviews and stuff like that here from my house. Well, the book is is fabulous, and Gene has it right here with it autographed. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was um, at that special event that was great with Lenny Kay. Yeah, yeah, that was Stereo really- dinner was nice. Uh, what about healthcare? For healthcare, do you usually go to Manhattan to the doctor, or do you stay in Queens? Oh no, no, no. doctors everywhere. All <laughs> <laughs> well, my doctors here, and like, well, basically, uh, like success. You know, it's like a little car, a ten minute car ride away from mm-hmm. a bunch of doctors in uh, Northwell Health Centers over there. It's a million of them. I know there are two airports in Queens. Which one? Are you close oh. to one or the other? I'm a little closer to LaGuardia, but international flights are out of JFK. When I go to my sister's, it's there's a nonstop from JFK to Sacramento, which is great. Wow. Yeah, you can't beat those international airports. And how far does it take you get to get to the airport, to get to JFK? With no traffic, 25 minutes. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. And like, like, like near, uh, hail of planes taking off over here, like five minutes, 10 minutes from LaGuardia. Are you um, high up in your building? Do you hear all the flights and everything? Well, yeah, I'm on the sixth floor. I, I hear not, not a huge amount. I hear there's certain patterns that take off, but not it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Like I can see I can see them taking off in the distance, and when they have certain flight patterns, they just you know, rebuilt the LaGuardia, by the way. Oops. Oh, have you seen it? Is uh, it nice? Not, yeah, I mean I haven't been in there, but I've seen pictures of it. Uh, they really did a good good job. Needed it. It was like yeah, falling <laughs> oh, apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the JetBlue, I fly a lot of JetBlue. They have a beautiful terminal out there. Right. JFK right. there. Yeah. Our son worked there last summer at LaGuardia, and he said it was it was coming out really nice. He just didn't like the uh, drive from Brooklyn, Brooklyn all the way there. It yeah. depends on the time of day. Yeah. 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 It could take up to an hour and a half. That- so, you know, we're from, obviously, New York, and it's hard to, um, I, I now find it kind of hard to interview someone from kind of like our backyard because but you know, know a what? lot about it. for the world out there and we have listeners in over 50 countries can you describe the weather to everyone 
In New York, you mean the weather? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the weather, four, you know. four seasons. That's the nice part about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like snow, <laughs> we get snow. <laughs> we get beautiful spring and summers here. It gets hot here. It gets hot here right now. Tomorrow it's going to be a heat wave coming in again. Yeah. Mm. But uh, there's four seasons here, which is nice. I kind of like the four seasons. Yeah, and you're lucky. You're in a condo, a co-op, so you don't have to shovel. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, though, we're we're really fortunate. We have not experienced any big fires, any big tornadoes or tornadoes at all. I mean, we've never had anything. The last bad thing was Sandy, I guess. Yeah, yeah but we weren't, you Where and you I guys? weren't affected. We're in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Oh, okay. So when we see all these horrible, unfortunate situations on television, it hits home because for us, we're like, oh, we've been here over 20 years and we haven't been affected by the weather. So, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. And then you move, move to Florida. You have all those hurricanes going through down right. there. Yeah, like yeah. Nice weather down there. But then, then you got hurricanes here. Right. Yeah. Right. Very rarely, we, you know, Sandy was the only big thing. But, you know, we, every once in a while I get the hurricane, but the weather has been very good here. Yeah. And usually when it snows here, not, it's not, it was not bad in the winter. With the global warming, New York's winters have gotten less snow. Yeah, so you go, you go, then you go like an hour or two upstate and you got, you know, a ski if you want to ski resorts up there. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Yeah. What about food? Do you um, take advantage of all the great and diverse food there are, there is in Queens? Well, yeah. You know, I like these, the in Jackson Heights, little India, of course, Flushing is all the Chinese and Korean food. Then you go to uh, Astoria, you have the Greek food there. You know, it's great. And a place I love Eddie's Sweet Shop, the ice cream shop in um, Forest Hills. Is that still there? Do you know? Where is that? On it's on Met- Metropolitan yeah, Avenue yeah, yeah, by the, by the theater. Yeah, Metropolitan. Yeah, I think that's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great old-time yeah, yeah. ice cream shop. Yeah, yeah you get the, to share the, the furniture in there from the old days with the counters and all that. Yeah. There used so, to be a place called Jan's. Oh, I remember Ice cream Jan's. place. That's in Forest Hills. That for a long time. Uh, As yeah. a kid, I used to go there for ice cream and stuff like that. With the uh, kitchen sink. Yeah, right. Which, <laughs> which was ice cream in the size of something as, as a kitchen sink. If you ate the whole thing, you didn't have to pay. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so did, I see you're wearing Forest Hills shirt. You went to Forest Hills? No, this is a Forest Hills Ramon shirt. Oh, that's oh, it's, oh, okay. In but, honor but, of you, man. Kind of look, it kind of looked like the high school shirt. From the Ramon, I didn't see the from, bottom of it there. From the from the Queens Museum show. Oh, okay. You, you must have given a lot of uh, items to that. Bar- lent a lot of hours to that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, sure. About 170, 180 uh, wow. items in that show are mine. Oh, wow. wow. That was, that was yeah, a like, great show. That was a yeah. Show. It was so great. Whoever whoever did that. Well, did Mark Miller, job. Mark Miller, great uh, curator, did it. But actually, we first went there, my, myself, Arturo, and Mark uh, went over there early just to look at the place and talk to the original uh, manager there. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, Arturo passed away before the whole thing. Uh, Got oh, going. Wow. He did pass away before. Oh. Yeah, wow. it was a shame. And then there was like four or five rooms we had there. And then they decided to take it to the Grammy Museum in, in L.A., which it was smaller, unfortunately. They had mm-hmm. to cut down the show. And they were thinking about doing like a, a road show, like the Bowie exhibit. But the internal uh, hassles between the Ramones management stopped that. So I got all my stuff back. And I've had like 16 auctions. That's kind of That was like kind of my, my pension. From wow. Oh, you sold a bunch of stuff. Wow. Yeah, I sold them all of it, basically. Oh, because, wow. you know. That was your pension. That's funny. Yeah, really. I was lucky enough to just come back on tour and stick things in a room, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of my girlfriends was with me. I was about to throw some stuff out. You know, like, yeah, what am I going to use this for yeah. back right. then? She said, keep it, keep it. And all that stuff, little minutiae like tour passes and tour itineraries, was all worth money. Yeah, yeah she was smart. Stuff. 
Yeah, boy, oh boy. Shit, I oh bet boy. those uh, records behind you on the wall are worth quite a penny. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they <laughs> yes. gave me the, uh, no, that's the, the, the gold. Gold, the first album. It took 40 years to get that album. 40 years. That's amazing. Return of gold. That's Ramones Mania, it's the other one. Oh. And uh, yeah, they didn't sell many records in the beginning. It took them all, they had to pass away and Years yeah, later, they finally sad, got a gold yeah. record, like 40 years instead of... Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. When, it happens yeah, to a crazy. lot of artists, when, you know? When you yeah. say ar- arguing between manager, you mean Linda and Mickey? Is that what you mean? Yes. They, they, own, they own Ramones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is quite ironic, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah how that happens. Interesting. Yeah. Because originally it was Johnny and Joey formed the corporation. Because mm-hmm. Tommy wasn't... He left early and Dee Dee left also. He wasn't involved in the corporation. So later uh-huh. on, Johnny and Joey formed the corporation. Of course, Johnny passed away and gave it to Linda, his wife, and Joey passed away and actually left it to his mother, who left it to his brother. So it's Joey's brother, Mickey. Mickey Lee is his name. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I... they don't get along, so they stop a lot of stuff. Right, yeah, I know. He's a Queens boy. He's been in the same spot for years. Yeah, he's still in Queens, right? Yeah. Yeah, far still over in Austin, off Austin Street, yeah. Yeah, and they're making a movie out of the book he wrote about Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I hope uh, somebody plays you in that movie. Uh, Ed, Edward Norton is going to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he's joking, Gil. Is he your favorite? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mind him doing. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to mention that. He doesn't get. You know, sometimes I can see De Niro playing you. You know, he's a bit well. Nero's too old, though. Yeah, you need that. No, but then you know, with all the makeup, they can. Uh, <laughs> I've nah, seen it's, someone it's do. Gonna be the young Monty in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Ah, okay, a, uh, okay. I'm well, not even gotta... sure if I'll be in there. We'll see. What I <laughs> well, if Mickey's listening, you need to be in this movie. Seriously. Absolutely, you man. Should... All right, Look Mickey, put movie. me in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Mickey, put him in the movie. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of the choice of like uh, Pete Davidson playing Joey? Uh, I know. A oh, Pete Davis. A lot, Davidson. Davidson. A lot of people don't Staten like it. Staten Island. A lot of people don't like it. I love that choice. That's interesting. You know, it's funny. You talk about Austin um, Street. We actually, when we were looking for this home, we considered Forest Hills. We looked around there and it was just, you have that main drag, but the housing is astronomical in price. Where we are now, it's kind of like if we moved out of Bay Ridge, we could not afford to um, buy the home that we're in. So, yeah, so we're just going to stay here until Gene can retire on his pension and then uh, we'll we'll check it out. Yeah, old Forest Hills is like big money. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. And and, and a lot of private homes in Forest Hills are very expensive. Yeah, especially the Forest Hills estates. Forest Hills Gardens. Gardens. Yeah. Forest Hill Gardens. Yeah, Yeah, behind Ascan Avenue there. It's a beautiful, big house. It's that huge house. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, on this side, the other side, a lot of Hasidics and Jewish people bought, bought all the private houses around like Honey Bay Street and mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. In, in Forest Hills, you know. Okay. Isn't the big tennis? The old tennis place. Yeah, tennis. The original U.S. Open was in Forest, was in, uh, Forest Hills. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that as a kid. And it's funny because underneath on Honey Bay Street, underneath the Long Island Railroad, there's a big Ramones mural right by, not far from the stadium there. Oh, wow. That's oh, one right. of them. Then, then, oh, yeah, then that's in your book, right? Yeah, that's what I put in the pages of my book. I put up all the different murals and uh, different spots that feature the Ramones, all the street signs and stuff. And the original, then the uh, where they grew up in Thornycroft, there's a beautiful mural with a Bob Gruen photo that somebody did a mural of where they hung out on, they called it the ramp in Forest Hills. So oh, that's cool. a, a spot. Sometimes I do little tours of Forest Hills because I show where they all grew up around the same area. 
And then in, the, in front of Forestville High School, that they named it Ramon's Way, you know? Right. And then there's several murals there. So like it's every once in a while, uh, people approach me and have a van and I take them around. Uh, the, you know, hey, there's a the Tommy live and Didi live and Joey live. Hmm. There's a, within the murals and stuff. There's, That's so nice. Maybe I'll do that when I retire to Ramon's course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be your first customers, okay? Okay. Right. I, actually, when they did the, during the Queen's Museum show, they had a tour that I ran. Oh, must have missed that. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice, nice little museum. I didn't know much oh, about beautiful. it before. Yeah. 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 That original building was built to the 1939 World's Fair. There's two fairs in that park. You know that, right? Right. Sure. Sure. 3940 and oh, 64, that was built for the World's Fair. Yes, wow. Yes. Yes. That was, and uh, the UN met there before they built the UN. They met there a couple of times. And I think wow. Israel was voted into the UN in, in that building. Wow. Hmm. I didn't know that. And the yeah. buildings that I work in now, the Queen's Theater, it was, it was a building from the 64 World's Fair, original building, right by the towers, right in the, you know, the Men in Black Towers. Sure, sure, sure. There's, that's where my the Queen's Theater is. Oh, that's is. where it is. And there's an original building that, um, that was converted into a theater. It was actually a, a three, uh, during the 64 World's Fair, it was a 360-degree movie theater in there. Oh, in the, in wow. the original, But they, they converted it into a, a big 500-seat theater, and a, they have a black box theater downstairs, about 100 people in wow. a great theater. So it's a a little bit of it's a bit of a complex there. It's beautiful. Uh, what kind of shows do they have there? Everything, you know. They used well. They used to have uh, everything: comedy, Broadway plays, uh, dance groups, uh, festivals, Latin festivals, and stuff like that. So they're uh, right now. They have an outdoor stage going, and they're they're starting to open up inside a little bit more with uh, different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. In musical thing, it was, it was, they did a lot of different events there. Oh, that's so cool! And and that's very close to you. You have yeah. to drive there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like that—that's near the Hall of Science. It's the same park. All of Science, okay. Okay. where I work, was built for the '64 World's Fair. Yeah, yeah. The rockets and all that—the building added the building onto there. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's like th- it's three miles from my house. Oh, both, both places. So that's why I wow. kind of stuck around, you know. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, I did get a job in Manhattan. I got it on the subway and. I, I managed over my years to stay away from the subway, basically, and then not commute, but yeah, you know, yeah. I take the subway into town. But commuting on a subway, it's can be. Yeah, that's why people don't like New York sometimes. Yeah. They say, ah, oh, you know, crowded, hot. And, well, the subway doesn't have air conditioning, but it's, you know, it's crowded. And you yeah, get up yeah. in the morning and packed in and stuff like that. I, I was lucky enough to avoid all that. Because mm. I, like you know, I was touring for 20 years, so I was hardly around. Right. Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, for the two of us here, we commuted on the subway and the buses uh, in New York City for most of our career. Gene's still doing it. He's taking now the express Uh, bus, actually. Oh, yeah. I have an express bus out here by me, too, which is very good. Yeah, that's that's great. Right in front of my house. Wow. Yeah, it's more money, but it's really Oh, yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. If you have the money. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Do you have any uh, advice for someone... Thinking about living in Queens or thinking about living in New York? Yeah, try to win the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> I'd love to move in like somewhere like a nice place. And I mean, there's so many beautiful buildings that are being built now, but they're very expensive. And also, I like my car too. But to have a, a garage in a city, it's like it's double your rent. You know, in Manhattan, yeah, yeah. yeah well, your your unit in Manhattan. Be- I'm sorry. Yeah, well, your I, unit I, I, with the parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to do. I think you know, I'd mind moving into the city, uh, Manhattan. I said, well, the, you know, here we say the city's Manhattan. You know? Right. Yes. yes. New right, York right. is called the city Manhattan. 
Yeah. Right. We're, we're the outer boroughs here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah actually, we're, that. actually, you know, Queens, Brooklyn, we're, we're Long Islanders. <laughs> Don't tell that to Gail. Don't tell that to Gail. No. Because no, no. I always have that argument with her. Because no. geographically, Queens yeah, and Brooklyn are on Long no, Island. No, no, no. Stop right. saying that. But she never, she doesn't like that. Yes, you were born and raised in Long Island. And I'm from Brooklyn and you are not in the same neighborhood. Okay. You're from, <laughs> you're from Brazil. <laughs> All right. That's another story. Um, but yes, <laughs> you know what? Brazil going to the city. Going to Brazil. I love that too. Yeah, Gil was born in Brazil. Oh, really? Where, which, which city? In uh, Sao Paulo, the state of oh, Sao Paulo. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been, played there many times. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the Ramones are big in Brazil. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're big in uh, Brazil, Argentina, the biggest, and then uh, Chile. And, uh, wow. We played the, my favorite city in Uruguay. You know, which city would I would like in Uruguay? Which Uruguay. one? Montevideo. Yeah, I was Montevideo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we played there. <laughs> okay. That's why it's his favorite city. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because um, we too I go to Italy. Uh, you know, my Monty actually, Monty is, is top of the mountain. Ah. Ah. So in Italy, the only street signs are Monty this, Monty <laughs> that. So I went around like, a couple of times. My book was published in Italian. So I, I went oh. a few times on signing tours and my, my post would take me around to all the different street signs and took a lot of these pictures. Monty this, Monty that. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's <laughs> funny. Sometimes people like text me some, the translation comes out the Mount instead of Monty. <laughs> uh, hello, Mount. Hello, hello Mount. It's yeah. a translation device because Monty it means top mountain or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Monte Carlo? No. <laughs> that's expensive <laughs> oh uh, come on the Ramones never played Monte Carlo huh? yeah I think you owe it I think you owe it to yourself to go there yeah you're right I should go there <laughs> yeah yeah and, and steal all the street signs actually there's uh, in, in, in Spain and in, in Basque country the north of Spain San Sebastian you ever been to Spain by the way we did Seville we have not well, been there no yeah, we, the did north, we did we a did show a show on Spain we've never Seville, been to Spain right. The north part of Spain is the Basque country. You know, they don't want to secede like the Quebec wants to secede from Canada. They want to do their own country kind of want out there. But it's beautiful. San Sebastian is one of the beautiful city. And on top of the mountain is Hotel Monte. Oh, oh wow. check I, it out. I, I stole all the towels from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting so point. Ma- Monte is the name you were given at birth. Yes. I want to okay. E. Yeah, got it. I like got it. It's not, you know, that's more classic. You know, Monty, Monty Paul is why, <laughs> but Monte Carlo is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Remember it's, George Carlin's line? Remember George Carlin's, Carlin's line? Monty, Monty, Monty. When he's talking about, he's making fun of Monty Hall. Oh, I no, don't remember I that. that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to find that. Yeah, three Montes. It's pretty funny. Well, it's not spelled the same, okay? So. Yeah, but it's still Monty. <laughs> and then there's, there's always the full Monty. Yes, the full Monty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good movie, good movie. <laughs> All right, okay. I know, Monty. It was, it was an absolute pleasure having you. Yes. Yeah. I hope you know, got some information out there. Even though yeah. Oh, you were great. Oh, no, this is wonderful. I want to retire soon. Getting that age, you know. Oh, but but by the way, you know what? It's not about um, retiring to a location. It's deciding what makes you feel home and where. Yeah. Uh, many people um, are still working, who we've interviewed, and uh, we will continue to find people and their true destinations, uh, regardless of their employment status. You know. 
So retire is really a bad word. Yeah, I I personally hate it. So even though just so you know, for the record, tomorrow is my last day at my full employment job. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. I dare not say that I am retiring, but um, we're going to be doing lots of other things. We're going to be doing a lot more social media of our podcast and um, hopefully our Ramones listeners uh, will, will, you know, just absorb this show. Thanks to you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. So we'll be in touch. Okay. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. bye. 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 We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.